Sugars, really excited about this show because I think my guest, Vince Kramer, today is a man who honestly, truly, uh, I think is embodying uh, a renaissance of, I think, what man can be, what men can be and think about um, and be thought about in the world. You know, I think there's so much talk about feminism and. You know, this episode's going up on Thursday night, so it's International Women's Day. And a lot of us talk about what women's role and women's responsibility is in supporting other women, embracing other women. And also we talk about what's, what are men's roles of supporting women. But I don't think we talk a lot about in society what is just what is our role as a total society as far as being able to let men experience all of themselves, the emotional parts, the vulnerable parts. And I think that Vince Kramer does that. And why I was excited to have him on the show is because, and this isn't going to sound, uh, this, I, I don't know how to say this without it sounding bad because I don't mean to feminize or masculine, masculine, I can't even say the word men, but I mean, it's, I've had guys on my show, I think, before, and I've heard sometimes men talk. Like, if my brother heard, honestly, I'm just being realistic. If my brother heard someone like me or Adam Rapon or, like, a wonderful, like, really effeminate gay guy talk about men embracing their emotions, I don't know if it would stick because they don't relate to me as much. Whereas Vince Kramer is, like, I mean, he is... Any man, no matter how feminine or masculine are, is a, is a you know is a man, so to speak. I mean, they're a, a worth of a person. I feel like I'm walking into a hole. Y'all know what I mean. Are any? But I, what I mean is that when I think about in this show, when people listen, like a lot of you are women, but if your husband or your boyfriend or your son was listening to this, they might not relate to me because they might not have a lot of things in common with me, or maybe they do. And Vince Kramer is this person who is totally different than me, someone who's in the armed forces, someone who's lived kind of like the quote-unquote life of what a real man's supposed to be. And he's still able to, this person who has turned his life around in search of his own happiness, helping other people find their own happiness, helping other people get in touch with all parts of themselves. And I think it's so, and he's not, you know, he's not someone that was, brought up to do this and he's done all this in spite of it spite of it so i just that was way better than what i tried to say before hopefully I, and y'all know i don't edit it so i'm gonna leave that shit in there so hopefully it didn't sound bad but i'm so that's why i wanted to have him on the show just because man it's just so enlightening and heartwarming and inspiring that we can change wherever we are in our life, whatever age we are in our life, whatever position we are holding in your life, you have the opportunity to change your perspective of yourself, your surroundings, and what you believe your vision of your life should be. And I think Vince Kramer is such a testament to that. So I hope you enjoy the show, Sugar. I'll see you at the end of the show. Yes, I think we're recording. Yes, what, what? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dear Maddie Show. It's a podcast. How are y'all doing today? I am, it's a, it, you know, I'm here. I told my guest today, Vince Kramer, that I barely got here on time because of my coffee maker. It's been one of those, Vince has been struggling too, but we are here and we're present. And so Vince Kramer on the show today, sir, welcome. Thank you, Maddie. It's so good to be here, and uh, I really appreciate what you're doing with the Dear Maddie Show. You're really making a difference in the world. Oh, well, see, you guys, this is where we're going to go with Vince Kramer, hashtag truth talk. We're going to go right there. This guy gets to the, you're like that, uh, who sings that song, Heart of the Matter? I feel like that could be your theme song, Vince Kramer. All right, I'll use it. I like your name. I, I'm not going to call you Vince Kramer the whole time, I promise, but it's a good name. Well, thank you. I, I've had it my entire life. Is it a sorry? I've got gay DD events, so bear with me. Is it is it a family name, or did your parents just come up with, or is it like your grandfather's name, or no? My parents just came up with it, and I've asked them several times where it came from, and and nobody really knows, but uh, it stuck. It stuck. All right then. Well, um, so Vince and I met uh, virtually through a, a, a mutual friend um, who just thought that we would because what. 
well, I'll let Vince explain more. But so Vince, tell every, I mean, you are, I, you're one of those people where like people say to me, oh, you're a therapist. And I'm like, well, I'm a therapist, but I do comedy and I'm a host. And so I feel like you're one of those jack of all self-help type of people. So tell everybody about what, what you and I have in common and kind of what your kind of mission is. Well, Matt, my mission really is to help people find out who they are and then live that in their lives. Uh, It's a sad place that we're in in the world right now where everybody feels that they have to live by a certain set of rules and they're not their rules. They they believe they, um, they have to do this to be happy. They have to do that to be happy. They have to do this to fit in. And uh, I did that my entire life. And actually at about uh, 50 years old is where it really kicked into me uh, when I had a huge wake-up call with uh, my wife telling me she wasn't happy and wanted a divorce. That mm, that'll do. It certainly did. And what I realized was that there was something missing in my life. And I spent uh, quite a bit of time trying to figure that out. And I met uh, my mentor, Jack Canfield, and through one of his workshops, I realized what was missing was me. And that me that was missing was something that I knew at five years old that I was supposed to be helping people love themselves and, and love other people so this world could go around the way it's supposed to go around. And and that's where it all got started. Well, and you, so this is what I'm interested about. So if you go into everybody, VinceKramer.net, uh, just it's spelled exactly Vince Kramer with a K, K but the, the show's going to, it'll be, the link will be in the show notes. So just click on that. But honestly, what really kind of dug me in to like, like hook me, I was like, oh, I want to talk to this guy is I'm just kind of amazed. I mean, you're an Air Force officer. I thank you for your service so much. Um, thank you. You're, uh, what, what years did you serve? Uh, I was uh, in from 82 through uh, 92. So uh, oh, wow. my last real, yeah, 10 years. My last, last real uh, hurrah in the military was in Desert Storm. Oh, wow. Uh, well, thank you very, very much. I Again, again it's a... Uh, my boyfriend, his father is a retired colonel in the Air Force, and his, his all of his cousins are. He's so I know I never always knew there was sacrifice, but my no one in my family has been really in the my my nephew just went into the ROTC in college, but he's kind of the first. But to see, um, not again, not to dive, but just the not only the sacrifice you made, but your family makes in that. And I see it now more just seeing my boyfriend's family and how they're all, you know, supporting one another. So again, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. Thank you. And on behalf of my family, we all appreciate it. Well, and so what I think is, so when, so Vince, when we think of an air force guy, like my, again, my boyfriend sometimes will talk about his dad, like, not turning the military off. You don't talk about emotions. You just get the job done. It's yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. How did you get like, and I'm, I'm just interested as the, as a, as a man at 50 years old, have you always been this, been able to express kind of about your emotions and your life purpose? Cause you talk a little bit about that in your introduction video. And I think that's fascinating. Cause I think a lot of, I think that's hard for a lot of men. Well, the interesting thing was uh, early in my life, just like most men, especially in my age group, uh, we learned from our fathers, our grandfathers, just um, what it meant to be a man. And early on in my life, like I said, as a little five-year-old, I, I knew I had this in me and and I wanted to help people. But um, through my education and the education that our parents and grandparents are supposed to give us, I learned all those roles. Big boys don't cry. Um, make sure that you compete against everyone. You you always have to be the best. Um, if you're not the best, you're you're not going anywhere. And and I learned that very well. And that's really how I live my life, Matt. But through most of my life, um, no matter what my ex- successes were, and, and I've had quite a few in my lifetime, uh, there was always something missing. And, and it took me for a, a, a good long time to realize that that something that wasn't missing wasn't me trying to achieve something else. I'm not a real materialistic guy, but um, where I was looking for my happiness, where I was looking for 
for my successes, it was what's the next best thing I can accomplish? What can I do? Where can I reach the top? How can I move to the next level? And and there was something missing in that. Um, but you asked the question, do did I, was I always able to share my emotions, my feelings? You know, I was very careful about who and how I did it, but I always had the, the, the knowingness in there that uh, if I could be authentic with people, that's when they would really understand me. And that's when I could really understand them. Mm. And so how does that, so let's talk a little bit about your work because, uh, and, and, and your your life work, kind of your your mission, um, that you that you really have just. So, how long have you been? Um, do you consider yourself more of a life coach, a spiritual teacher? A, a, I know you've talked about a transformation expert. Like how how do you uh, kind of um, how do you how do you see yourself? And and um, and how long? When did that really kind of like? When did you get through the? And I ask this because I feel like a lot of people have the awareness of something needs to change. I need to do something. But then we get overwhelmed by all the things we need to do. So when did you really kind of like, when were you able to um, be of service to other people? How, how, how long was that transition process for you? Well, the, the interesting thing through all of that, Matt, first of all, let me say that if I'm Presenting myself out in the world, I would call myself a transformation in, in human potential coach and trainer. Um, okay. If uh, to give you the title that I really am, I believe I'm a mentor to the awakening heart. And we, mm. we, all, oh. we all have a oh, heart. Oh, I love that. I love that. Sorry, go ahead, Vince. No problem. We all have a, we all have a heart that's ready to be awakened. And, and that's really mm. my calling in life. So when, when I really started delving into and, and deciding what was the best way to, to bring purpose and passion understanding to people's lives, I really had to look at myself, Matt. And, and one of the things that I realized that um, everything that I'm doing in my teachings now and in the coaching work that I do and the mentorship work, I was really doing it all along. So um, the, the neat thing about purpose is we don't realize it, but we've been developing our gifts and talents all the way through our lives. And through Ooh. that, we are giving our gift to the world, believe it or not, in some way, shape or form. And we just refine Ooh. it a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's it, when, when Mary and I started Imagine Miracles, which is our business, that's when things really started to come to the surface. But I realized I've been coaching, training, teaching, mentoring, trying to bring people along in the areas of their life that they excel at, that they're good at, that they're unique at. And it's been happening for most of my life. I mean, there's really are no coincidence, coincidences at all. Like I, I try to remind people all the time what they're going through life now is preparing them for the next level if they let it. Exactly. I have to agree with for you 100%. Sure. So, with so what do you feel like we have a, a question and I want to get to that but it's so and and I also want to mention to everybody that uh, if you will talk about this again at, but uh, you if you go to vincekramer.net forward slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-I-I, tell people what you're offering people for the show that are interested. And again, we'll get back to this later and all be, will be in the um, links on the show note links. Excellent. Well, you know, I, I really appreciate people who want to take action and are really interested in moving forward in their lives. So I'm, I'm offering your guests uh, several gifts today. Um, first of all, there's an opportunity to download my Miracle Life Blueprint, and that's six steps on, on really how to create the life that you're meant to live. Uh, I also am going to offer a chapter in uh, Jack Canfield's latest book, Mastering the Art of Success. It's my chapter on creating your miracle life, so they could download that also through that page. And then for those people who are really ready to take action and, and want to, you know, kind of delve into their life right now. Uh, I've got eight qualified sessions, so they're called Your Bra Your Life, Your Way Breakthrough Sessions. And what I'm offering there is a, a, 
a half hour to an hour with myself or, or my wife, Mary, and really sit down and look at what your miracle life could look like, look at uh, what might be holding you back in the next best step to take. Mm. Well, you know, whenever I, I don't, um, I, I actually sent this, uh, this link for I had a show to one of my friends, uh, who their dad has been going with some stuff. And so I feel like, and the reason I did that, I'm saying this to people just kind of get them to think out of the box. Like, I think that like a lot of people think of self-help as like either it's got to be Oprah or it has to be like, if it's like God I, and, and it's fine, it's fine. I, but like, I feel like a lot of men, like my boyfriend does it. He like watches those self-help videos where someone's yelling at them at the camera and that's fine. That's great. But that's like, not, I don't think your way, like I, you're so kind and you lead with kindness. And so I just want to say that if some of you, you know, a lot of females that are listening to my show, if you have necessary men in your life that, you know, they're like, Oh, Oprah, or I don't want to watch, you know, I, that they kind of think self-help is like a, a female thing. Cause I think some of them do, uh, th- this could be an opportunity. I think in this introduction with Vince of somebody who's like a strong enough man to be able to really confront what purpose is and talk about it. And then maybe this is a comfortable way for them to do that. I I think that's excellent, Matt. And what I'd like to share with everyone is uh, my journey into spirituality was was quite interesting. Uh, I was actually influenced by my current wife, Mary, uh, the uh, co-founder of Imagine Miracles. And uh, actually how my spirituality grew was as she shared things with me, I didn't quite believe everything that she was sharing <laughs> with me. So I, uh, I spent a lot of time digging into science and, and especially science of the brain, uh, quantum physics, uh, the the science of energy. And what I found was that there's really no difference between spirituality and science. It's just the uh, glasses that you're looking at either one of them through. So I, I think I bring something unique to the world and you really pointed it out. I, I can talk science with the, the strongest of men. I can talk, uh, I, you know, I played uh, college football. Um, I flew 105 combat hours in, in Desert Storm. I've I've experienced the masculine, macho side of the world. I have experienced the uh, softer side of the world, and there's really no difference. It, you just need to understand it. I that sentence is a reason why that Vince Kramer. I love that. There is no difference. You just need to understand it. That's so. I love what you do too, because you know I'm in. I. Uh, I don't know if you know, so stop me if I'm telling you something, but I'm, I'm a narrative therapist. So the kind of therapist that we deal with is that we're kind of, it's very similar to you, I feel like, in the way you explain things of that we all have a story, but often either other people or our job, other things are net, quote unquote, writing the story of our life. And they're kind of, we're, and we're living, we, we again are going by these, these, these narratives and the way the plot lines have always been in the story. And that's the plot lines, the only plot lines we believe our life can take. And so I love that way you talk about how this is about delving into figuring out what your own rules for whatever word you want to use, happiness or contentment or fulfillment, but figuring out what those rules are. So I want to ask, in, in, and in prepping that, I want to ask kind of like, what do you think if somebody's listening today, don't give away your pearls, Vince, don't give away the pearls, but, <laughs> but like, what's like one kind of, I mean, even, doesn't even have to be an action, it can be a thought. What do you think is like one first step people can take that say, I want to change my life, but I don't know how? Well, I, I think the uh, the big aha for me was to figure out where you're going, to figure out who you really are. You have to know where you are right now. And uh, I, I'm, I am willing to share that pearl with the world. Uh, we... Uh, we're kind of like a triad, Matt. Um, the, the, there's the big U, the capital U letter at the top of that triad or the top of the triangle. And that's our connection to the universe, which means that that's our connection to everyone and everything. And then on one corner is the, the 
the real us, the, the us that came to earth before we learned all these rules, before we learned how we were supposed to act and what we were supposed to do. And then on the other corner of that triangle is is what I like to call the the small you. And that's the the belief system that we are living under right now and we formed. And that's the the ego or our personality. And, and that's the same thing, the ego and the personality. I had a big problem when I started dealing with my ego. Uh, you know, I had a uh, I don't have an ego type of thing, but the ego is our personality and, and that's how we Ooh. live our life. So. If we can learn about the the real you, that big you, and the little you, uh, we're well on our way to discovering actually who we are and what we're here to be. I love that explanation of ego, big you, and little you. I've never heard it phrased that way. I think that's uh, – and, yeah, yeah, I just – I love that. I love that, love that. So already – I'm into Vince Kramer, y'all. I'm into this. Let's. I'm excited to, for your answers. So, uh, so we have a we have do you have an advice question today? It's a long question, um, and uh, I'm going to just jump right in. And we're uh, and don't tell me if we're good on time, Vince, because I know um, you've got a life, and I don't want to keep. And I know we've already gone over the. I told you we were going to talk about ten minutes about you, but you're so damn interesting. So sorry, we've already gone long. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've set aside two hours for us because I I really appreciate what you do in the world. So take oh, as much time you. as you need. Well, let's take some time for this question. This is from. Um, I only have one question this week, so if you so uh, and I've got more shows. I'm going to tape everybody. So go to dearmaddieshow.com and ask Maddie. Send me your question, sugars, because, I mean, that's that's the point of the show. I'm just going to sit here. So, okay, this question is from Frank, age 43, and he says, Dear Maddie, I'm at a loss. I really thought this year would be a turnaround for myself and my family. 2017 was horrible. For one, I'm a liberal snowflake, and politically I was always bothered. But also, while the economy was raging for everyone else, my family was suffering. Five years ago, we started our own restaurant, and we've been growing steadily and steadily. After four hours in the same space, our landlord doubled our rent. We couldn't afford to stay, and also the landlord was horrible to us. Never did a thing, not even when the building flooded. So last year, we got out, licked our wounds, took a loan, and put our business back into a food truck. I really thought this would be a cheaper alternative, but at the same time, it feels like the food truck market is flooded. We're not affording our expenses, and I had to borrow from my brother-in-law. Matting cooking was my inspired job. I love it. Um, still do it. I'm sorry. I'm reading. Oh, yeah. I would still do it if it wasn't for the stress of it. I quit my corporate soul-draining job of 13 years to do this, and I can't let it go, but I can't see a way out of this financial drain it's taking on my family. Do I need to let it go and move on? Thanks for making me laugh and smile. My wife and I love your show. Frank, age 43. I mean, my heart dropped. Bless, bless this guy's heart reading this because I, ca- I can't even imagine Frank. I can't even imagine for Frank, Vince. What, what are you thinking when you're reading this question? I, I, f- I feel for him also. And, and I've got so much I'd like to share, Maddie. So uh, please uh, keep me under control. No, and keep Vince, me dig in. Let's in the do direction. it. Well, the first thing I want to say is thank you, Frank, for sharing. There's so many of us out there that have gone through very similar type situations, and it, it takes a lot to to put it out there in front of people. So I want you to know you're not alone. Um, that's what I really like about doing events, Matt, where you can uh, – You've got different people in the room and they start telling their stories. And when you're laser coaching them, all of a sudden, everybody's sitting around, sitting around finding out that they're not alone and, and yeah. how they're, everybody else is feeling the same thing. So I, I really appreciate that. And I'm sure the, the rest of your listeners appreciate it, too. Um, yeah. I really know you're not alone, Frank, because uh, Mary and I bought uh, a retreat center. It's called Sophia Retreat and Event Center. It's down in Southwest Colorado. And we went through the, the similar thing, um, you know, trying to get a business started, trying to to move in, in and out and flow with the, the local economy and how things come up. So uh, I do understand it really from the heart level that um, I know exactly where you're at and I know what you're feeling. So thank you very much. 
Mm, yeah, I. Go, I'm sorry. Were you going to go? I have. I, I just. You know. I just want to say one thing to Frank. I, I want to. Let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about potential anxiety and kind of depression that I kind of read in this question. But my main thing is, and I just want to get this out of the way, Frank, for you. Um, I've been telling a lot of people this that like that are going through depression right now, or and they're are they're deal, dealing with hard, uh, hard times that get activated politically. And this, I've told this for friends that are on left and because I'm from Oklahoma and from California. So I have people on all sides. I tell them to not to just, it's okay to take a break from the news. And so I just want to say that first, Frank, if you're going through some big shit in your life right now, that is causing you anxiety. I just want to say from like a quote unquote entertainment level, maybe not watching Fox news, CNN, whatever you watch is not the most calming thing for you to do right now. Like I recommend, and I'm not saying you have to be uninformed, but maybe like you check in once a week or have your wife or someone tell you of something, but maybe you need to watch some sitcoms or, you know, watch a con. I, I think that definitely uh, that, that just that, that might not be the best energy to take in right now. And that's just kind of a secondary thing I wanted to say. It's not really the main question, but I just want to say, give yourself a break from politics. I'm with you a hundred percent, Matt. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, have given myself a long break from from the news and politics. And the interesting thing is something that you really need to know, somebody in your life is going to tell you. So exactly. um, just the other day, somebody said to me, well, you're so informed, you know, everything that's going on, it's pretty amazing. And it was like, you know, only because people are telling me what I need to know. Yeah, I actually learned that from, um, I kind of started adopting that uh, when I read the four hour work week. Uh, because he talked, I don't know if you've ever read that book, but um, I have. Uh, but he does talk about that, how he'll just kind of look at the headlines like once a week, and that's not something he devotes his energy to. So, um, so Frank, that that's one thing. So let's talk a little bit about. I feel like you know, and it's I I just feel like whether it's I don't know if it's maybe anxiety, maybe depression, but I feel like I guess my kind of thought for you, um, Vince is when Frank is, you know, a lot of people write me saying, what I should I do with my life? Frank's on the opposite. He wants to cook. Like this is kind of what he feels like, but what do you feel like? And I, and I can relate to this too, as someone who's, you know, I do, I do acting and producing and stuff like that. But sometimes being an actor, this is something I felt like I wanted to do since I was five years old, Frank. So here I am doing this thing, but you know, I'm not, you know, I still have to, I still have to have a day job. I work things or here and, the, you know, I'm still having to do that kind of thing because obviously I'm, I'm not able to, you know, make my, my income from acting yet and producing. And so it's, uh, it's always this struggle of, and maybe Vince, maybe you had this just from leaving or transitioning out of career. Was this, how do we, how do we keep going in the, the inspired job, as Frank says, when, it's making no money, <laughs> you know? I, I do know, and I, I know exactly where you're coming from. The, the first thing I would really like to share, Frank, is that you, you ask us the question, do I need to let it go or move on? And, and I want to tell you that you and only you have the answers for your life. And yes, get as much information or as much feedback from the outside as you can get, but the answers are going to come from the inside. So, um, and, and I know it's tough for a man to do, especially a 43-year-old man, because we grew up in that time frame that intuition and listening to the heart was was nothing but hogwash. But I, I'm telling you, when you feel good about a decision that you're making, you know that that's the right move for you. Um, how does it feel? Not what you think, because when the brain gets in the way, the brain's going to go and look for all those file uh, folders that have all the information of the past. And if we continue to live from all the information from the past, we're just going to keep repeating the life that we're in. So the the answers are inside of you. And um, 
there's there's many ways to learn how to get to those answers, and it, we just really don't have the time to go into it today. But when you feel good, I, I know you've probably had that gut feeling before. Uh, there's there's brain cells in your in your gut. There's brain cells in your heart. When you feel it in your body that it's the right thing for you, that's the right thing, and that's where you need to find your answers. Ooh. You know, I, what I kind of triggered for me as you were talking, Vince, was for Frank, like maybe we always, we kind of say what I need to think, what's the next thing I can think of doing? And I, I love a quote by Oprah that talks about where she says, when you're feeling st- stressed out, what's the next best thing you can do? And I, and I, I think in Frank and taking that, like, think about what's the next What's the next best step? But maybe kind of in taking what's Vince said, not the next best step necessarily like action, but what's the next best thing you can do to make yourself feel connected to that intuition, to feel like you're, you're you know, that you're in that kind of heart space, right? Don't you think, Vince? Because it's like, let's get the get remind Frank of what the feeling was that inspired him to do this from the get-go. That's exactly right, Matt. You know, it's the, the thing that we don't think about and we're not taught it. So um, uh, nobody should feel bad out there. Nobody should feel lost out there. We're not taught probably the primary way that we live our life. And that's based on the energy that we are. So, um, you know, as you, as you go through, I took some notes as you were sharing um, Frank's letter to us. And if you just look at, at some of the, the things that he said about the economy raging while his family was suffering and um, he feels like the, the food truck market was flooded and, uh, can't let his his dream go, but it's financially drained. All all of his energy is is going into those things that could go wrong, or might mm. go wrong, or or is yeah. uh, that they are going wrong. And and unfortunately, like I said, we're not we're not taught that where our thoughts go, that's where the energy flows. So yes, we, yes. we are actually creating more of the same as we're as we're living that type of life and concentrating on those type of things that is vince that is good that is so good because you're right it's not about thinking about the positive everybody so i know when they think they're like oh just think on the bright side it's it's not about that it's about taking in the whole story but literally no there's such power frank if you can literally uh you know, if you can look, uh, if you can look at a whole situation and see the whole picture, uh, but and then be able to make a choice in that of where you want to put your energy instead of I have to put my energy towards the failing economy. I have to put my energy. You know, I love that, Vince. I love. I didn't even read that within the question. That is good. So you know, if, if we put our energy into what we want. And not into what we don't want. Um, that's that's where things are going to start to flow. And, and I really like what you said there, Matt. The fact that you know affirmations are are very good and very important. But if you're trying to convince your ego that you're something that it knows you're not, it's going to fight against you forever. But if you're putting your energy into this is what I want, this is where I want to go, still see yourself there, still share your affirmations, but but realize that you're putting your energy into what you want and not trying to convince yourself that, that you're already there. And I know that's against a, a lot of the self-help world, but... Um, we don't see some of the underlying things that happen as you go through the affirmation process. And sometimes we get confused by it. Yes. Yes. That is a great, great, great explanation of that. Agreed. 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 There was, I was thinking of something else, but then you said that and you made my, my, I'm just having all these little brain explosions in my head, Vince Kramer. (laughs) Uh, And well, and you know, Frank, I think, Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier. And then we'll say this and then we'll kind of, if you have, we'll sum it up in your last thoughts and then kind of move on. But Frank, I, you know, 
I actually got this idea from Vince because you talked about this earlier, Vince, and I agree with you as well. I always say, like, people come to me for individual therapy, which I'll do, but I'm like, hey, you know, and people are so scared of it. But I'm like, have you ever thought about group therapy? Because that's so, I mean, I do so much. I can do in three sessions in a group session what it takes me six months with the individual person. And a lot Mm -hmm. of it, like you talked about, Vince, was from just getting them to see themselves in another person. So Frank, my, you know, Vince was really candid about he and his wife's, you know, he and his wife's struggle of starting a business. I'm wondering how did that make you feel, Frank, when you heard that? And I'm wondering if that made you feel less alone or better. Maybe there's other business owners or, you know, I don't know where you live or business leaders or maybe even like a business support group or even like, you know, go to a chamber of commerce function and maybe you could be like, hey, I'm looking for other business leaders that are struggling and let's kind of talk about this. I think maybe finding a community, not to share your problems, but to talk about obstacles and share how you are, how you want to support each other to overcome them. That could be a big resource to, to him, I think. Well, that's that's absolutely amazing. Um, one of uh, my courses and workshops is based on a a formula I put together, and I actually call it the create model. And the last E of create is empower. And in empowering yourself, it's it's by surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, surrounding yourself yeah. with people who, who are projecting their energy in the same direction that, that you are, you want to project yours. And, and that's where that help comes from. And that's where that understanding comes from. And, and you're able to get new ideas. You're able to just kind of, uh, I'm going to use your word, Matt, kind of explode out into the world when you've got that energetic support behind you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frank, best of luck to you, Frank. Thank you. As Vince said earlier, thank you so much for sharing uh, your just your vulnerability and your struggles because I guarantee you a lot of people related to that. And um, so, okay, uh, Vince, are you ready to move on to Chatty Matty? I certainly am, sir. Okay, so same five questions that I ask everybody every week. Chatty Matty, number one, what's your most memorable childhood smell? Ooh, um. I think that would be homemade spaghetti sauce. Uh, when Ooh. when I was growing up, we ate pretty simply, but for our birthdays, we, we got to ask for our special meal, and, and mine was that homemade spaghetti that my mom made. And she'd get up and start cooking it early in the morning, and it would cook all day till 6 o'clock dinner time. Um, you know, and that smell just sticks with me. You know, my neurons are, are wired to... Uh, all that joy and and all the wonder of of having my special day, but I think it was the love that my mom put in it into it that made that smell so special to me. That is, you said that smell, and I immediately smelled it immediately. Um, <laughs> I was right there with you. Um, all right, chatty Matty number two. What would be the name of your memoir? Ooh. Um, I'm going to say awakened, or maybe awakened man. It's like I've had two different lives. You know, both were very good, but um, it was it was when I finally realized who I was, where my life yep. really started. Mm, mm. Man, I I I can relate to that as well. I can relate to that very much. Um, all right, chatty Manning number three. What's the best piece of advice uh, you would? Oh wait, you know what I want to say about that? I was just thinking. What I love, too, about your story is that, you know, a lot of people w- that kind of do either self-help stuff, they, they kind of talk about kind of how miserable their life was before or how they were, whether they, they'll talk about how they were in a horrible job or they were in a horrible marriage or they were, you know, uh, totally unhappy. They were depressed or they were, um, you know, on, on medications or whatever, drugs, anything. And they kind of had this turnaround. And those are super amazing, incredible, and I mean that as an amazing, powerful stories. What I love about your story is that you weren't, didn't, again, I relate to that a lot. I never came from this, luckily, this place. Yes, I had problems and I definitely had big 
uh, stressful things in my life, but I still was like, there was still some good in it as well. It's like nothing is always good and bad. And when you look at your life, Vince, like what you accomplished and I mean, on paper, you look like you should have the perfectly happy life. And I love that the way you just described that you had two different lives and not that the one before was bad, but it was this one. It was almost like, was it, and this is my word, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but was it almost like you lived a good life and then suddenly when you kind of had this awakening, was it like you just, it was like you had been taking, was it like a numbing pill and now you just felt more of your life or what, because that's what I think is so relatable in your story because I think a lot of people, you know, they're they're married, they love their husband, they love their kids, they're, you know, they're, they they like their job okay. They're kind of figuring out. But for if you ask them if they have a good life, they would say yes. But mm-hmm. it's almost like if one. If, but they all. But there is that part of them that wants that awakened life. Boy, you described it perfectly, Matt. Uh, I had a great life, by by the society's definition and by my definition, it was it was an amazing life. I. I had everything that that I wanted, a, a great job, a good paying job, a beautiful house, a, a loving wife. I, I really had it all, but it, it's, you know, we're, we're here to live on purpose. We're here to, to share ourselves with the world so other people can share themselves with the world. And, and that's the part that was missing. So I, I did have a wonderful life and, and I don't regret any of it. And, you know, there were some very painful parts. Um, I actually look back sometimes and wish my life was more painful so I could tell people how I picked myself up by the bootstraps and, <laughs> and, and made my life something spectacular um, but I think I'm more like most people. We we go along following the rules that grandpa told us or dad or mom told us. And boy, I, I am happy because this is supposed to make me happy. And then all of a sudden we find that one thing that brings us to us and bingo, um, boy, there was something missing. And, and it's so much better after you find that. But but I'm not Ooh. telling anybody that it's it's roses from the time that you find that. I mean, we we have our ups and downs, and thank God that we do have our ups and downs because that's what helps us develop our gifts even more and find more talents that we can share with the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, everybody, I got off of Chatty Matty, but I just I wanted to say <laughs> that. Um, all right, uh, Vince, uh, Chatty Matty number three. What's the best piece of advice you wished you'd taken earlier in life? It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you. That's probably my number one response to that question. I think it's so, it, it's one of those things that it's, I, I've heard it so many times and that sometimes I just, I need to hear it again or it resonates again in a different way. It's so, so true. It's so, so true. Um, Chatty Matty number four, what day would be your Groundhog Day? So Vince, was there a day that you were like, man. I, this was a good day. I could do this again and again. Oh, boy. My definition for Groundhog Day was a little bit different than yours. So, oh, what um, was yours? I want to know yours. That's more interesting. Well, um, you know, for what I got from uh, Bill Murray's movie was uh, you keep waking up the same way until you get it right. Um, and I, I'm my, my Groundhog Day, uh, and I'm almost embarrassed to tell you, was – uh, my my dad was a very quiet, hardworking man who didn't show much emotion. And because of that, I, I really didn't feel that he loved me. And I thought he was disappointed in me m- most of my life. Uh, so Ooh. one day something happened and uh, I was just in a very hurt place, a very angry moment. And I, you know, I yelled at him, I hate you. And I wish, I wish you weren't my father. And I, I'll tell you, Matt, I saw a look on his face that, that should have, uh, you know, it should have woke me up. It should have, you know, sh- should have shook me to a point where I understood what was going on. But I'll tell you, for for years, I hurt that man over and over again. Um, and the interesting thing was, um, the day I left for Air Force boot camp was the first day my dad ever told me that he loved me and that he was proud wow. of me. 
And, um, you know, I saw another side of him there and, and it took, it took boot camp, and really um, he was in my mind uh, almost all the way through that training when they let you have anything in your mind anyhow. And yeah. um, what, I, what I realized was that uh, he, he loved me the only way that he knew how, and I just was too inside of me to see that. And uh, thank God that I had an opportunity, and he's still alive, but I had an opportunity to have that kind of relationship with him because what do they say? Uh, your parents get smarter as you get older. Um, but- <laughs> That's true. I, I really realized that when I, I finally had the opportunity to look at him for who he was. Ooh, what a beautiful, beautiful story. I'm so glad you had your own definition of that. Um, wow. Um, well, I know I am from hearing the story, but uh, Vince, chatting about number five, when are you most inspired? I'm most inspired when I get an opportunity to be with someone who is truly sharing their gifts and talents in a way that opens the doors for others to discover and live theirs. So I'm inspired right now, Matt. Well, ditto, ditto, Vince Kramer. I I love, love what you're doing in the world. I have a feeling this isn't going to be the last time that we speak um, or or work together in some capacity, just because I think that, I'll be honest, like you really, um, I've talked to a lot of people that are kind of, that are spiritual teachers or guides. And I love that everybody's doing it. And I love that people are doing that work. But sometimes I, I fear a lot of like, oh, yes, I've heard that said that way before. Yeah, oh, I read that book. And you're kind of, you know, it's like we're kind of regurgitating things that we've heard before. Even I do that. I do that. I'm not saying that everything I'm – but you really um, – the way you frame things is in a different perspective that I've never heard before. And um, – you take this really complex idea of, of energy and what that is. And as somebody who believes in that is like, every time I watch the cosmos, I cry. Cause I'm with you. Cause I'm the more I learn about space and science, the more I, the more I just, it, it brings me to a foundation of God and spirituality to me. I, there's such the same thing. And you explain all that so well. I just, um, I appreciate you so much for being here today and sharing that. Thank you, Matt. I, and I appreciate being here, and I hope we have lots of opportunities to work together. And uh, Frank, I'm, I'm thinking of you, sending you the best energy that I can send you. And uh, yes, Frank. believe me, sir, find all the gifts that's, that's happened in your life up to now and put them to use in, in living your purpose of cooking, your purpose of, of providing an atmosphere and good food for people to nourish themselves. And it will all work out, my friend. It will, it will, it will work. I really will. You have to trust that. So, and Frank, if you need some guidance or anybody else listening to this guidance, everybody, vincekramer.net forward slash Maddie. That's where, so again, Vince, if people are interested, that's where they can get the free Miracle Life Blueprint. They can get, uh, they can read a free chapter that you said in the Jack Canfield book, right? Yes, sir. And then if they're really, if they're like, okay, I'm ready, they can do it's. I'm going to mess it up, so I want you to say it. It's is it your life, your way? Exactly, your life, your way breakthrough session. And like I said, it's a a personal one on one with either myself or Mary, and. Mary is amazing. People will love her. So uh, just go to the uh, VinceKramer.net forward slash Maddie and select the Your Break Your Way Your Life Your Way Breakthrough Session, and uh, we'll set up an appointment with you. Yes, yes, yes. And then you can learn too on VinceKramer.net. You can learn first, first of all. Go to even if you're just thinking you're like oh, I don't know, but I really liked him, but. Go to VinceKramer.net, and right when it pops up on the homepage, you'll see Vince's just a video, just kind of him explaining his process and who he is. And, that I mean, that, that just sold me on that. But you can learn about that, the Sophia Retreat Center, and learn all about Imagine Miracles. So I um, And if you're listening to this and you're, you're thinking about it, but you're not sure or you're scared, I'm not meaning this like in a selling way. I mean this that like this is an opportunity for you to like take a chance to um, – 
to deepen your life. So, and no one's going to judge you. No one's going to think you're stupid for doing it. No one's going to think you're silly. In fact, they're going to think you're probably more awesome when you come back with a, with a, a more purposeful life. Cause that's what a lot of us are just trying to, you know, trying to do on this planet. So, um, so Vince forward slash Maddie. And again, that will be all in the show notes. Uh, do you have, Vince, do you have, do you do any of the Twitter, the, any of that, that people can follow you if they want to do that? Uh, so at, at Vince Kramer uh, on Twitter, I've got a Facebook page, uh, both Imagine Miracles and Vince Kramer, uh, both a personal site and uh, a professional uh, Facebook page. And, and for those people who are maybe interested in learning a little bit more about training, Matt, uh, they can also go to ImagineMiracles.com. All right. Well, and I will make sure to have all of that in the show notes, everybody. So, well, whew, I'm ready to tackle the day. I'm feeling Vince Kramer. Thank you so much for being here. This was everything I wanted it to be. And I appreciate you so much. Thanks, Matt. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here and I appreciate you and what you're doing also. Well, thank you. The love goes both ways. And for everybody else, the love goes both ways for y'all too. And we will see you next week. Bye. Showgirls, that is the show. I hope that I hope that Vince Kramer was, um, I just hope that he was a breath of fresh air or a, a light or a reasonable voice or whatever you needed. I hope that it, he was that for you. Now, as Vince said, if you want to find out more about him, go to vincekramer.net forward slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-I-E. That link is in the show notes, so please go there for more information. Change your life, sugars. You only got one. Freaking do it. All right, everybody. This this week is a rolling. So, hey, I'm going to ask if you think of it. I really believe in celebrating these things in life that a lot of times people choose not to. And so I just want to say, if you think of me on Monday, March 12th, send some love. It's my birthday. 39, feeling fine. Yes, 39. I'm proud to say it. It's very interesting as you get your late 30s, people start to see you differently. And we have the stigma with 40, I feel like still, that people really get freaked out about it. And so it's been interesting when I tell people my age now, just their reactions. It's not the same of when I was turning 34, 35. They look at me like almost, oh, I, I, have you done anything in your life? And maybe that's my own judgment of myself, but I feel like I see it. So I'm trying to say 39, feeling fine as much as I can. Sometimes I feel it. Sometimes I'm scared of it. But either way, I'm going to say it, sugar. So, all right, everybody. You know that I love y'all very much. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to uh, listen to Jake and I show if you're interested in the Riverdale um, show. We're also going to be possibly doing a different format for TVT Time where we're talking about our favorite sitcoms from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. If you like that idea, give me a tweet at TheMattMar, 2TCR, or find me on Instagram. And always, you can ask Always, you can ask your advice questions at DearMattyShow.com. And lastly, if you like this show, Sugars, leave a review. I sure appreciate it. And I appreciate you. All right. See y'all next week. Bye.